0: What is going on online fitness coaches? Welcome to another episode of the Change Lives, Make Money Online Trainer Podcast, the number
1: one show for online fitness coaches. Yeah. Today, we are going to be talking about hitting the next level, but we're not just going to be talking about different things that you need to do to hit the next level. Brian and myself want to talk about different things that we've had to embrace recently and different things that we've had to come to terms with for ourselves to start leveling up and reaching the next level. I think when people
0: see me and you, they like automatically assume that we've already made it. Yeah. Like those guys are like, they've got the house, the car, et cetera. And I want you guys to understand that like the way that I view my own life is like I view myself in like the beginning stages still. Yeah. And so I think that the thing that's kept us like progressing and moving forward is always having the like mindset that there's like another level and always asking
1: ourselves what the next level is. Because I think that like the death of success is complacency. Dude, a hundred percent. I was talking about Ju- to Julia about this the other day. I'm actually like extremely uncomfortable with where I'm at in life right now. Like currently I'm very happy. Like I am like, I'm happy with the house. I'm happy with our fucking baby boy. I'm happy with our business, et cetera. But like, I've been finding myself waking up and like walking down the hallway between our bedroom and like the regular house before I start my morning routine being like, like what's next? Like what is, else is there? Mm. So I'm like, I'm not happy. Like I'm happy, but mm. I'm not happy. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Like I want fucking more. Mm. And I know it's a very funny thing to say, because again, just like Brian said, so many people look at our lives and they're like, you made it, bro. You're good. The fuck you preach and motivation, inspiration, get to work for like, you guys already made it. But like, what the fuck is your definition of made it Mm. right? Mm. For me, I had this like goal in this
0: dream. Like I want to be bigger than Gary Vaynerchuk. Mm. And so knowing that I want to be bigger than Gary Vaynerchuk and looking at my current life now, like like yeah I'm I would like classify myself as successful but like if me and Gary Vaynerchuk were in the same room together and somebody was like who's the more successful entrepreneur like it's fucking obvious and so that to me means that there's like that much of a fucking gap between where I am now and where I want to be I was actually talking to Chris the other day and like I love mentorship I was actually I didn't tell you about this but I was driving to the gym the other day and in my fucking lambo love my life and <laughs> and i was thinking to myself i was like man we've paid bedros hundred thousand dollars usd for 12 months of coaching yeah and we talked to him maybe once a week maybe yep. if that sometimes it's like once every two weeks but <laughs> the two or three pieces of advice that he's given us have allowed us to like the gym now i haven't told you this like we got our numbers right and so one of the things bedros told us he's like you need to make sure the payroll is always under 30 percent like yep. if you're at the gym and so that was an idea we took like six months ago. And now six months later, we finally got to that level. I don't mm-hmm. know if I told you that or not. Yep. But driving to the gym, I just realized I was like, man, like that one thing that Bedro said to me and you, it, like, it helped us like with the gym so much. And if we didn't hear that one thing that he said six months ago, then we wouldn't have even been working towards the goal of 30%. And dude, I think that like, we're talking about the next level, because I think that there are so many people that get stuck at the level that they're currently at. But like I think life is a game, and we're all fucking playing it, Agreed. right, dude, one hundred. percent. So it's like I view life like a video game, and so I think that so many people like are playing the game of yes. life, and they're like they're at five thousand dollars a month, and they want to make more money, and they want to transform their life, and they want to be more successful, they want to grow an online coaching business, and so they're playing the game of life, they're posting on social media, they're sending out DMs, they're getting on calls, they're trying to reach out to prospects, and for some reason they get stuck, and as soon as somebody gets stuck their instant reaction is to deflect blame and like collapse. Does that make sense? So it's like, I'm stuck at the level that I'm currently at. and I don't know how to get out. So I'm going to blame the environment, blame circumstance, blame my dad, blame, et cetera. And I'm going to complain about being overwhelmed and stressed out, et cetera. And I'm not going to do what is required to break through the ceiling of the video game, but like life's just like a video game. And so if you can't break through to the next level, sometimes you die, AKA burnout, get overwhelmed, et cetera. And then you come back to life and you try again, but so many people just don't
1: fucking try again. Dude, it's actually super funny that you said that. I was talking to someone the other day and they were like, they're like, why do you feel like men are so driven for success when like women are just they're, like they're driven for success, but they're like more happy and calm and they're comfortable in certain situations. And I was like, I related to the video games. I was like, I don't know. We all just want to achieve the next level. Like we want to chase the next level. The reason why we we're talking about like the men and women conversation is because obviously everything that's going on in the world right now, but the video game thing like really fucking hit for me. I was like, man, I grew up fucking just playing video game after video game after video game while also like hunting and doing everything else but i like the mentality of it Mm. i was like it was consistently leveling up and i felt like i wanted to do that with my life i felt like i wanted to do that in everyday fucking life and i feel like a lot of gamers can relate to that like you're not comfortable with the level that you're currently fucking at you're not comfortable with just sitting in your fucking chair not doing anything like you want to strive for more and then when you get stuck and like you can't beat the level you get like pissed off Mm. you're like what the fuck is going on and then the individuals who really want to level up start finding ways to do it through like cheat codes and game guides and all this other shit yes. to reach the next fucking level yes. instead of complaining and quitting. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like a lot of success can be related back to fucking video games. Like a lot of people will look at it and be like, why do you think these individuals are so obsessed with just sitting in front of the computer? And I was like, because there's progression and a lot of their life, they feel like they don't have control over. So they focus on the shit that they can, which is progression through that game, through that level, through that life, etc."
0: This is the thing though. This is where I'm going to give like a shout out to Andrew Tate because like he talks about the matrix a lot. and like the matrix to me is this like set of like habits and beliefs that 95 to 99% of humans just fucking have. So many. Like everybody's just going along with the crowd. This is fucked up. Like when you really think about the idea of university, it actually is fucked up. So like people graduate high school. They go to university, which is fifty dollars to $100,000 a year to get an education, by the way. And so they go to university for fifty dollars to $100,000 a year. At the end of the three years, they're hundred dollars to $300,000 in student debt. And then they have to go out and find a career that's not guaranteed that might make them between fifty dollars and seventy dollars to $100,000 a year. So that $300,000 they accumulated in debt is going to take them maybe three, five, 10 years to pay off. And that's the, like, the system of success that society has subscribed to us. Like, that's what the definition of success is for most people. is like, did you go to university? Did you get a degree? Like, do you have a college education? All that shit. And I'm like, how is that the fucking pathway to success? And so I think that, like, life is like a video game. And most people aren't playing. They're not. They're not playing. They're They're just fucking
1: they're just meandering about fucking life they're choosing to say that playing the video game is a waste of time and you need to focus on real life and mm. real life is bullshit real, real life, life is the matrix exactly real life the is matrix. let's plug into school let's do dumb shit let's yep. complain about what the let's fuck. party is going every on. fucking
0: weekend to yeah. forget about the fact that we're not making any progress in our
1: life mm-hmm. dude like that shit actually triggers the fuck out of me there was like like i used to be the guy who would drink every single fucking day every single week every single weekend and not in the way of like i wanted to black out but just in the way that i love fucking alcohol. And I would question individuals around me like, well, why aren't you drinking? And it was because of the fact that I thought I had a handle on it. And it wasn't until that I actually got sober, I realized like how fucking toxic it was for my actual body, and for my productivity. Like, it's fucking weird that the normal in today's society is the next level for them is okay, let's just make another $10 an hour or $3 an hour or 50 cents an hour to just live the exact same fucking life that we've been living Mm. and I'm just not okay with it so when it came down to the next level breakdown the reason why we wanted to have this conversation today is because again you guys see our lives now but we see it like we're on level one level two level three of like a fucking hundred level video game yes I
0: would I'm actually going to give myself more credit I think we're both on like level 10 homie you've got almost I'm sorry let's be fucking honest you've got almost a million followers on TikTok trash but that's what i'm saying i disagree with that Mm -hmm. i disagree with the mentality because it's like i think like when it comes to like there's certain parts of the video game that you're playing i'm like you're like level 30 Mm -hmm. for fucking content like you might not give yourself that credit (laughs) but i look at (laughs) your content i'm like that's level 30 i'm like i'm level 7 and i want to get to level 30 right so it's like there's always another level to climb to but it's like i think that it's like constantly seeking the next level let's talk about this for a second because we're talking about how like most people don't play the video game ever of life and like try to advance and progress, et cetera. And let's talk about this for a second. I think that a lot of people will play one compartment of the video game. So some people like when you make your videos and you're like, your kids shouldn't be your reason. It should be your your fucking excuse. It should be your reason to be successful. But these people are playing the video game of like, my family is the only thing that matters in the video game. So like my family is the only thing that matters like relationships, Mm -hmm. but like, just because you have relationships it doesn't mean you can't be fucking fit Bro, and, and it, doesn't man. mean you can't make fucking money. And that's it. But so many people are like the relationships. So my relationships, it's like, yes, and you can have relationships
1: and you can have money and you can have fitness like you can have all three. Dude, y'all. i a I'm going full nerd on you motherfuckers right now. Full nerd. So <laughs> did you ever play a game called Fable? Mm-mm. Did you ever play a game called Fable, Daniel? Bro, I love it. So it's like a story game for all my fucking nerds out there. Guys, I love video games. I'm not even fucking joking right now. Well, Fable is a game where the more evil you are and the more toxic shit you do, the more evil your character becomes. So it's like a regular story game. That's like an insane insane amount of missions that you're doing. And it's like based in the medieval times. But if you're like, if you're a fucking piece of shit, your character will turn into the devil. Like fucking tail, horns. And if you're like super good, you'll get a fucking halo near the end of the game. Like it'll slowly start to happen. The reason why I bring this up and the reason why I break it down because we're relating his success so much to video games in this podcast and this breakdown is because of what Brian just said, like I utilize a lot of videos where I attack certain characteristics, excuses, and justifications that I not only do not agree with, but I think are fucking disgustingly childish, like utilizing your children as an, as an excuse. But then some of you guys are on the game on the path of my family is the only reason why I exist. Okay, well, if that is the case then you need to play fable in the family video game of understanding that if you only ever focus on one thing, eventually you're going to become that evil character because you didn't do all of this shit for your family. Mm, Makes sense? That. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. again, the yeah. entire breakdown, that video, that concept, the thing that I keep sharing on social media right now is that your kids should be your fucking reason, not your excuse. And there's a mm. lot of families out there that are dealing with hard shit. I know that. I get it. I understand it. All right, you guys got kids with disabilities you got got you guys got five children you're a fucking single parent you're struggling i get it however you still need to fucking grind your ass off and play it like a fucking video game because at the end of the day those kids are looking at every single move you make they're understanding and analyzing yes. every single emotion yes. you have
0: yes and i want to jump in here for a second because let's say you have kids right and this actually bothers me to the point where like it actually like like it's like frustrating we've both talk, experienced it I so know you i mean. know because like i grew up in fucking hard times like i grew up where, like My mom was saying like money doesn't grow on trees and like, you know, we can't afford that. And like, you know, it's hard times and all this like bullshit like that, you know, people preach. And I think that even for now, like I have a 14 year old daughter and my 14 year old daughter has adopted my habits. And I'm thankful that my habits are going to the gym at five o'clock in the morning, working on myself, like reading fucking books, like working on my mindset. I see all those character traits in her. I know people and I'm not going to name names, but I know people <laughs> that have kids yep, and yep. the parent themselves are overweight. Yep. And then all of the kids are overweight. And they're like, I had somebody complaining recently. And they're like, my kid is super overweight and I have no idea why. And I looked at him I'm like, are you fucking like, because you you're baked? fucking overweight. Exactly. But that's the thing is like everything that you're doing right now in your life, your kids are going to see. And so let's talk about the video game of life, because I want to talk to fitness professionals for a second here. Because if you're in fitness, a lot of you fitness people are think like, oh, I'm fit. And like that means I'm winning the game of life and that's it. And I'm fit, fit, fit. And I should be doing well because I'm fit, fit, fit. And then when fit, fit, fit doesn't lead to anything else other than fit, 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 you get frustrated and you get mad. And you're like, why are other people winning when I'm more fit? And like I'm playing the game of fitness. But it's like there's other aspects to this game and it's like health, wealth, relationships. And the most important thing that I want to like talk about in this podcast is that like you, Whatever you're deciding to do right now, you are passing that along to the next generation. And so if you are making the fucking excuse that you can't work on your business because you have a family, you're telling your fucking kids, yeah, you can't be successful if you have a family. I actually, this is a funny story. So me and Kirsten and Haley were in the car, we were driving and Kirsten was talking about anxiety and she was like, and this was a joke and we obviously caught it right away, but she was like, yeah, when I was younger, I wasn't really anxious. I didn't really get anxious until I had Haley. And like, Haley just sat in the back and I just saw her eyes. And I was like, babe, I'm like, don't fucking say that. I'm like, it was a joke. But Haley's like, you didn't get anxious because of me, mom, did you? Click. But think about that for a second. I know. Think That's about it. that for a second. So when we got parents out there that are like, I can't work on my fitness goals because I got to raise my fucking kids.
1: That's it. And then the kid is going to be like, it's my fucking fault you're overweight. That's it. That's the fucking thing. I did a video on this yesterday. It's got like 400,000 views on TikTok right now. It's blowing the fuck up. And there's the excuse-filled parents. Again, the parents that are the evil fable focus on one fucking thing and don't think any other opinions matter. They don't understand that the habits of the evil fable are trickling down to everybody else around them. Again, guys, listen. In order to reach the next level, you need to focus on four main things. It's the four F-bombs. I actually learned this from Bejos. Hmm. All right? Faith, family, fitness, and finance. Cool, I like that. Which equals the fifth F-bomb, which is fulfillment, which we are all chasing in our life across the board. I really like that breakdown. I really like that purpose. I really like that explanation. I did this video, literally talked about this. I was like, you guys are consistently using your children as excuses and not your reason to push forward. Your reason to work on your fitness goals because of your child, because they're going to adopt those habits, all right? Your reason to work on your business because your child is gonna pick up the habits that you currently have. And if you are not working on your fitness and business, they're gonna fall in the same path as you. And then eventually, they're going to get wise to your bullshit. Like Brian just said, they're going to hear you talk about your entire childhood. The entire time they were growing up, they're going to hear you talk about how you didn't have time to work out because you were raising your kid. And then they're going to look at you super obese, not being able to take care of yourself, having to be put in a home, having to utilize a wheelchair, blah, 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 blah. And be like, that was my fault? What do you mean? Or business? Well, I just couldn't work on my dreams, you know? like I had. I, I, don't, had have time to, I don't have time to work on my business. I have kids. Dude, that happens all the time. You hear that shit time. all the fucking time, Every day. and then you got to think about how that's going to affect your child. So, wait, time out, mom. Like now, I'm working on myself, and you're living in a studio apartment, having to live off of fucking EI because you didn't work on your business and your goals because of me. So it's my fault that you're not where you want to be. And I understand that a lot you of you pass parents, that guilt onto your kids, dude. That's it, because a lot of you parents are like, "Well, like I have to do what I got to do," and like that—that's the case. But you don't understand that they're going to see that, they're going to absorb it. So you need to push for the next fucking level. And I want to relate for a minute, okay? Because again, you guys see where we're at, these podcasts, the content creation, the houses, the cars, the success, the businesses, and you think that we have everything together and we fucking don't, all right? Because again, like we talked about, we see ourselves down here. Again, so Brian's giving me some credit right now with the content. I just, my mindset, it's fucked up. I'm working on it. That's another part of my self-work that I need to do so I can reach the fucking next level.
0: Just wanted to take a quick minute to say, I want to change your life.
1: So I want to talk to you guys about what I'm doing right now to reach the next level. And then be will go and break it down. Currently, all right, in 13 days, I fly down to, I think it's Chino Hills, California, to do something called the MDK Project. Now, if you do not resonate with this mindset, all right, or have any sort of success mindset, brutal mindset, relentless mindset, you will not understand for any reason that I'm doing this, period. Okay. Long story short, it is a 75-hour mental toughness challenge, for lack of a better term. They like to call it like a the most brutal therapy you'll ever experience is what fucking Bajos Be- breaks down. But what they do is they break you down mentally, physically, and emotionally to build you up as a better man so you can embrace the four F-bombs, which is faith, family, fitness, and finance. And then also the fifth one, which is fulfillment to live a purpose-filled life because as a man... This is where I'm going to fucking speak on gender for a second. As a man, it is your fucking duty to lead from the front and inspire individuals around you, especially your fucking family. And I truly believe in that. And I will not let anybody get in my head with that shit. That is something that I will wear on my goddamn sleeve as a badge of honor. Like, it's something that I'm very, very, very passionate about. Now, the MDK project is savage. There's things where they bury you alive. They waterboard you. They do fucking hikes up the mountain, rucks army crawls through fucking shale rock. Pretty much everything for 75 hours straight, no breaks, no washing breaks unless they tell you, no food unless they tell you, no water unless they tell you, and more. The reason why I am doing this is because there is a small disconnect in my life, and I can't pinpoint it. I tried therapy. It did not work. I tried hypnotherapy. It did not work. So I am forcing myself into an uncomfortable situation, an uncomfortable evolution to reach the next level of the game. Hmm. All right. I've also been doing this with my mindset consistently. I told Brian that I was like, I'm good at commanding a room with 100 people. I'm good at commanding a room with 500 people. I'm not good at commanding the individual purposely. When it comes down to their emotions one-to-one, I have a little bit of a disconnect. And I know in order to unlock the stage to 10,000 people I need to be able to fill that hole and I feel like I've been doing a very good job with that recently sure, and it's finding the things to help me unlock the next evolution to reach the next level of the fucking game mm-hmm. right I know you guys might see everything put together but we're also working on ourselves too
0: dude I love that and I think that for me I have
1: a lot of work to do as well and I think
0: that so me and Cole are completely different like I don't resonate with getting the shit beat out of me and when he, when he's telling me about the project I'm like I respect you and I love you as a friend and I'm super excited. You're going to go and I'm sure it's going to be an amazing experience. I would never put myself through that because that sounds like fucking actual hell. Like mm-hmm. that doesn't sound fun to me. Like I literally think about myself going through that and I'm like, that is like, would not, I don't think I'd get any value. However, I'm the type of dude, like I'm like more of like the spiritual hippie dude. And so the stuff that I've done, the self-work that I've done involves like for me to overcome my actual addiction. So those of you guys that know my story, I was an addict. I worked at a nightclub. I was doing drugs behind the bar. I was drinking every day. I got fired. And that's when I realized that I was an addict. And I basically put myself through my own like recovery process by isolating myself off from everyone, going to a summer camp, scrubbing toilets for fucking three months and getting clean and sober. And like that did a lot of the work to like get to the the root of my addiction, but there was still the addiction and it was like underneath the surface. Like I almost like buried it with my fucking willpower so fucking deep that you couldn't touch it. But if I went out and had two, three, four drinks, like that fucking animal was there and I'm just like, give me cocaine. And so in order for me to overcome that, like I did hypnotism and I literally did hypnotism. I did therapy for like six months straight. And then after the therapy, every week for six months straight, I started doing hypnotism and I did an hour of hypnotism every week for 12 weeks. And a lot of the work ended up being like, me and hypnotism me like literally talking to my mom and like expressing all the shit that I never got to say to her and just like getting it all out and now like that to me is like it's still a part of my like life and it's still something that comes up and even for me now like for me doing the work is like I never have more than two or three drinks ever and I'm sure you've noticed that yeah and it's like very rarely that I ever have more than two or three drinks And if I do, I have a conversation with Kirsten beforehand and I'm literally like, you know, for whatever occasion, I'm like, babe, if I pull you aside and I tell you, we need to go, we need to go now because I'm like, my addictive tendencies are triggered. So like, that's part of my work, but now as a leader. I feel like I've been watching Cole kind of like evolve in your leadership role and like seeing you like the way that you lead the Academy coaches. And it's inspired me because up till this point, like I've never really like fully known like what kind of leader I want to be because I just end up leading by example. And that's really the only way that I've ever known how to lead. Of course, It's like I show up and I do the work and I execute every single day. And like, I expect other people around me to raise themselves to that standard. And if yes. they don't raise themselves to that standard, I might like, get the fuck out of my life. And that's literally how I've operated for the last like six years, seven years. However, Like now that I'm leading a team of like 50 people that are on the team and we wanna hit the next level. And like the next level for me is financial, straight up. I'm not gonna lie to you guys. Like the next level for me is financial. Like I had a goal of hitting $10 million last year. We ended up hitting six. And so the way that me and Cole work in the business is like Cole basically runs the entire inside of the Academy. He's like responsible for all the clients inside the Academy, the fulfillment. And I run the, you know, bringing clients in and getting clients into our program. Like that's my job. So my job is the numbers acquisition. Cole's jobs, the numbers too, but my job is bringing the numbers in acquisition, fulfillment. Exactly. So both of us have to be in sync in order for the business to get to the level that it wants to get to. And like, My obsessive focus is like, I'm not as obsessed with growing my following on social media and like hitting that next level. And like speaking on stages in front of 10,000 people like Cole is my obsession is I want to be known to be the number one business coach in the fucking game period for online fitness coaches, like on the market, hands down by a long shot. I want to be bigger than Gary Vaynerchuk. And in order to be bigger than Gary Vaynerchuk, I need to understand business on a deep level. And a big part of business that I haven't mastered up to this point is like learning how to, Lead people effectively, you know, getting people motivated, getting people excited to do the work and not just like leading by example, but also being able to like go in there and tactically work with them on a day to day basis to help them get results and get them excited about working for me. So that's my work. And that's just like, for me, it's not like going to the project because I feel like the deep internal work that I needed to do at the point that I needed to do it was like the hypnotism and the therapy, etc. I'm at the phase of my life now where, like, my work is, like, the day-to-day stuff where I'm communicating with my team and making them feel seen, heard, and loved, and, like, doing what I can to grow the business to the level that I want to get to. Like, I want to grow the business to 1,500 clients. Agreed. Right now, we're at 1,300 again, which feels fucking good. Yeah. And the business is growing, and it's, like, starting to progress. The mastermind's bigger than it's ever, ever been. We have more VIP coaching clients than we've ever had. And so as the leader of the business, it has my responsibility to be the best possible leader that I can and like level up those leadership skills. So that's what my work looks like is like I've always been the dude to lead by example, but I've never really known how to tactically lead individuals and like on like a one to one
1: level with the team as big as we have. And like that to me is like the next level is like learning how to do that. And that's the thing, guys. So I want you to really understand what Brian and myself just said. So if you got to rewind, make sure you do it. Okay, you're gonna have to listen to this a couple times because there's little snippets that you're gonna have to actually understand here. Because what B just said is he's learning. He's going through the process to be able to command an individual like purposefully one-to-one instead of just like, I'm leading by example, show the fuck up or get the fuck out. Which, don't get me wrong, it's worked forever. That's what uh, we've It got us to this point. That's what we've done. The reason why... I'm doing the project is because that's what aligns with my personality. Brian is more of like, I want to go in the fucking bush and do the hippy dippy shit. And like the silent retreat. I did like a days. four day silent meditation retreat. And that to me resonated. I would have died. <laughs> I legit, like I wouldn't have came back out of that retreat, bro. I would have been like 12 hours in. I would have been like, what the fuck are we so quiet for dog? I mean, it literally gives me anxiety thinking about that shit. I would, there's no way, bro. It gives anxiety thinking about what you're I would doing. have been filming fucking videos. These motherfuckers are way too quiet up in These here, dog. Pussies, dog. They're all pussies. <laughs> but like, regardless, it, it's it's for the same purpose because when it comes down to everything that I've done until this point, I cannot level myself up anymore. And that's the thing you guys need to realize. And you've probably heard it. I and love that. If I cannot level
0: myself up anymore, that's I love the, that.
1: That's the whole purpose, right? I like, I'm now a fucking father, right? I'm a husband, I'm a business partner, I'm a best friend, I'm a mentor, I'm a leader. And I cannot level myself up anymore. So I'm finding individuals that can push me farther. Now, again, it needs to be resonated to my personality. So all of you guys are playing your own game. All right, we all have different genres. We all have different likes. We all have different directions. So again, think about your life as a video game. Not all the games are the same. There's a thousand on my computer right now on different genres and attitudes and everything else. But regardless, we are all trying to level up to our highest potential. And the path is going to be different for each of us. The reason why I chose the project is because of the fact that I know in order to be the father I want to be, the husband I want to be, the leader I want to be, I need to be taught by someone else with more life experience, with more insight, with just a 10,000-foot view, which when I'm crawling through the pit, bleeding, crying, not knowing what the fuck is going on, and I want to quit when I'm actually broken down and the ego's gone and the attitude's gone and all that other stuff and a fucking man with 35 years of experience sees me in him he can be like this is what you need to do that's yeah, I why that. i chose to do it That's yeah, i love that because i'm like yeah. a, a lot of you guys are so stuck in your fucking ego yeah. you're playing your game but you won't look up the fucking game guide you won't look up the cheat yep. codes you yep. won't yep. ask for help yep. with somebody yep. who's already past the level exactly you're just trying to do it yourself
0: now that's the fucking shit i like that you said i can't get myself to the next level and that's A hard fucking pill to swallow, but listen to that again because I'm going to say it one more time because that's the whole purpose of the podcast is I can't get myself to the next level. So I need to find somebody that can help me get there. Hell yeah. That's the purpose of my life. The purpose of my life is like I'm climbing and I'm coming for Gary V. And I know that he started when he was 30 I started when I was 28, really going fucking (laughs) hard. So I've I've got a two year head start, like I'm fucking coming. And it doesn't matter if it takes one year, three years, five years, 10 years, I will fucking make it. And so like, that is like my life's purpose. And I understand that like along that pathway of me, like climbing the ladder of success, like I want to help as many people as I possibly can progress up the ladder with me and come to the top with me. And I also know that like, I currently don't have the level of awareness that's going to help me break through to the next level. Exactly. So what I could do is I could try to figure it out on my own and I could go to Google and I could look up resources. I can do all these things, or I could just fucking find somebody that's actually at the level that I want to get to. Like Beados is at the next level, which is why we hired him. Exactly. So we hired Beedros. We're like, teach us your fucking lessons from running business so that we can get to that level faster. And then I'm like, I there's another guy I haven't even talked about to anybody about this except Kirsten. The next mentor I want to hire, his name's Patrick Bett David. You know this? I think so, yeah. So Patrick Bet David is an entrepreneur I've been following for a very long time, and I just like fuck with his content and his mindset. And he's he owns the company called Value and literally all of his shit is just like he does like four hour long podcasts that are just like like interviewing high level people, like interview Kobe, Shaq. I think if you showed
1: me his fucking face, I think you would you would see him because I've been watching podcasts from these guys all the time. Yeah, so it's like
0: I guarantee you know who it is, but it's like the reason I look to that that level is because. Like I'm at a level right here. We're making like six to $10 million a year. And I want to get to his level where he's making a hundred to $200 million a year. So yeah. it's like, as soon as I cross that threshold that I'm like, that aiming for that $10 million a year mark, I'm like, okay, like, what does the next level look like? And then I'm like, looking to climb the ladder of success. Dude, hundred percent. Always looking for the next level. I'm looking for a cheat code. And the best cheat code that you can fucking find is a mentor. Uh, like a, is a Sherpa up the mountain, a guide. Like when you want to go, go into the forest and you're like standing at the bottom of the mountain, looking up, like, yes, you could wander into the forest if you fucking want. Or you could
1: look to the right and see there's a fucking little guy that's like waving and he's been up the fucking mountain 50 times. He's like, I'll take you. Dude, or not even that. Just look for the fucking path. Like Mm -hmm. this whole mentality of like, I need to pave my own fucking path is so like 1600s. What the fuck are we doing? (laughs) Like guys, we have cars now. You don't need to be in the fucking horse and buggy, right? Like you guys have resources. Again, I talk about it all the time. You have a box in your fucking hand right now that you're probably listening to this podcast on. With this live stream on that can give you endless information. You can learn how to build a kaboom. I talk about this in my podcast all the time. Or you can learn how to build a $100 million business just by going on Google and typing in how to. It's that fucking simple. You need to fucking get out of your own way and allow yourself to ask for help, look for the help, inquire about the help to reach the fucking next level if you want to win the fucking video game. Or you can just continue doing what you're doing,
0: driving in your car right now, listening to this podcast or you know, going for a walk and hearing this in your ear and thinking about where your life is currently at in this moment in time and knowing that it's possible that you could be successful because you see all these other people succeeding online, but you never actually give yourself the opportunity and you never actually put yourself in the arena because you constantly sit on the sidelines Mm -hmm. and watch telling yourself that one day you're going to get started. There is no one day. It's either today or not, period. Like tomorrow is just this idea that you put inside of your mind of this like concept of what today looks like yesterday is just this idea of what today looked like today is the only day that ever counts. This moment is the only moment that ever matters. And if you can't get yourself to take action to get to the next level in this moment, then you never will.
1: There we go. That's it. Let's send it off there. That's good. All right, guys, that wraps up the podcast. I appreciate y'all. And check me out guys if you find me on Brian's account at Wake Up the Wolf Podcast or Cole Lewis DeSelva, C O L E L U I S D A S I L V A on everything across the board. Twitter's growing soon, motherfuckers. Let's go. Peace. Peace.